Today's Friday, December 22nd. The title for our devotional is Fellowship with God. Remember this week, we are focusing on the second part of verse 3. It says, What we have seen and heard we also declare to you, so that you may have fellowship along with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Yesterday, we saw the first sphere of fellowship the gospel brings us into, that is fellowship with one another, the apostolic community, those who believe in the gospel taught by the apostles. The second sphere of fellowship the gospel brings us into is fellowship with the Father and the Son. Belief in the gospel, as taught by the apostles, leads to fellowship with the apostolic community. The apostolic community is in fellowship with the Father and the Son. Therefore, whoever is in fellowship with the apostolic community is also in fellowship with the Father and the Son as well. That's the logic of it. This is the chain of fellowship with God. Those who disbelieve the gospel taught by the apostles have disassociated them from the fellowship and therefore lost their fellowship with God. John's desire is for his audience to not follow that same path, but to remain in fellowship with the apostolic community and God. A couple of things to note here. First, calling Jesus the Son of God was a controversial statement in this culture. Caesar was uh, deified and referred to as a son of God. Various demigods in the Greco-Roman pagan religions were called the Son of God. The Jews, of course, would not accept that Jesus was God, the second person of the Trinity. So they would uh, disagree with that statement as well. So for the early Christians to make this claim, it immediately put them at odds with basically their entire community. Furthermore, calling Jesus Christ would have exacerbated that distinction. Christ simply means anointed one in Greek and was often used to refer to the Jewish Messiah. But here and elsewhere in the New Testament, it appears that the word Christ has been elevated beyond merely its messianic connotations. Jesus is the Messiah, of course, of the Jewish scriptures, but John and the apostles have perceived that he is indeed far more than that, that their concept of the Messiah from the Old Testament was too small. He is God in flesh. If it were referring to merely the Messiah here, it would likely be articular, that is, the Christ. Elsewhere, John writes in 1 John 4, 2, This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is from God. If Christ merely referred to the Messiah here, it wouldn't really be saying anything at all, right? Of course the Jews expected the Messiah to be in the flesh. They, They expected their messianic figure to be human. So instead then, this term Christ, it seems to have become a marker of Jesus' divine nature by the time of John's writing. So our fellowship is with the Father and the second person of the Trinity, God in flesh, Jesus Christ. Let's focus for a moment on the idea of fellowship with the Father and the Son. On Wednesday, we said that fellowship implies unity, agreement, and interest and purpose, intimate relationship and belonging. Through faith in the gospel, this is what we share with God. We're united to him. We bear his name. Paul says in Galatians 2.20 again, I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. What a statement, right? We identify with Jesus and he with us. In the gospel, we align our interests and our purpose with God, the God who created us, so it is right to do so. Our will is being transformed into God's will. The more we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our primary interest and pursuit in life, they align with the kingdom of God and his specific will for our lives. 
In the gospel, we can have a relationship with the God of the universe. We can know experientially the God who created everything, the God who parted the Red Sea and sent down fire on Mount Carmel. We can know Jesus, who was incarnated to reveal life to us, who died in our place to remove our sin from us, and who rose to give us resurrection life. This is available to those who believe in the gospel, this communion with God. One of my favorite quotes is from John Wesley, the originator of the Methodist movement. He said on his deathbed, Best of all, God is with us. Christians, so rarely do we just sit back and relish, cherish, love. This fact that we have fellowship with the Father and Jesus through the gospel that we believe. So for today, I invite you to just sit in the presence of God and enjoy, share fellowship with him. Just be with him and bask in the glorious truth that we have fellowship with God.